some would play. We ready to get started? Uh, uh, yeah, I think. Do we so. need a Rico recap? Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do a little Rico recap. I mean, that's sort of a joke. I don't know. No, we should no, have you one. Need let's one have one because you guys are like in the middle of nothing. Somewhere, how did yeah. you get there? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Still All right, super so, and Rico, this is the time Rico actually doesn't remember it. Last <laughs> episode, we had the final confrontation with the big boss. Alessandro had found out that his um, lawyer, um, I, I'll just call him a lawyer. Yeah, it was a piece of shit. Was actually the one <laughs> was a real to piece of shit. betray not only Alessandro, but the entire realm of Harmonia. Which brings us back to the prophecy we received where we were told someone we trust was going to betray us. Not only were we betrayed, but Alessandro was betrayed. There was a horrible, horrible battle. We thought we were all going to get our fat payday when we delivered all four relics to the altar of the 12 gods, only to have to face an army of the undead. And Alessandro's lawyer, who was, I don't know, some sort of necromancer or omnipotent wizard. Real piece of shit. Or real piece of shit, yeah. <laughs> um, who wanted to steal the four relics to bring um, Odonadon into chaos, as opposed to Alessandro, who we found out wanted to prevent and all future wars and the war games in the future to bring peace to Odonadon and Harmonia. Previously on Subwood Play. Yep. <laughs> so things are heating up in Odanadan. Epic battle. Uh, Pan had the brilliant idea to smash the altar to cut off the lawyer's um, power to what was the god? Ares. Ares. Thank you. <laughs> to Ares. And after we did that, it was a relatively easy fight. He went down oh, pretty easily. Um, his army of the undead wasn't much of a challenge. He was a baby cunt. Yep. And we, well, we, Ari, was able to successfully steal one bag of the money that was promised to us. There were supposed to be four bags there, but we did manage to get away with one. And we gave all four artifacts to Alessandro. And next thing we know, there was a bright flash of light. And we were whisked off to some ethereal plane where we have no idea where we are. Or what has happened to the land that we left? And I think that's where we left off last game. Sounds about right. Did I yep. miss something? Oh, I, Joey turned into an elephant. And Joey <laughs> turned into an elephant. Super important. Luckily, a not stone elephant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Almost got petrified twice. Yeah. Right. All right. Are we ready? Or is Rico getting more? No, I can wait. All right. We're ready, ready for, for the... the- Rico recap. Oh man, I'm bow, so bow. drunk. I'm not even a part of that show. What happened last time, Rico? All right, so after the flash of light, um, we woke up in the spiritual plane above Acheron. Uh, in the spiritual plane above Acheron, we met Lux and Famta. Famta and Lux informed us of a war between Weejas and Helios. Helios is definitely going to win that war. And we have been contracted, along with a new party member named Neath, who is a human who speaks weird fucking languages. Yeah. <laughs> and we are to deliver a parcel to the center of uh, Mordor 
<laughs> without opening the parcel or looking in the parcel because looking or opening you know the, the rope parcel at some point is going to try to open that parcel right well, as i was about to say it's if you open or look in the parcel then you die immediately and break your contract I'm and it would break encourage the rope to signed. look in the parcel from now on, you we were so all given no, not little my trinkets <laughs> by <laughs> Fanta, and we were told that we needed to travel west. We just fun bucks. <laughs> we all got a we just fun buck. We all got a we just coin. It's probably completely worthless, but we've got it. Probably. <clears throat> and we walked west into a little town called Barton and then made our way to the Whore's Nipple Inn. That's a lie. It was the spool. The spool was the name of the inn. And met the lovely, nice owner named Raj, who was making some fresh mead (laughs) uh, for his patrons. Um, Joke's on us. The mead is made out of donkey piss. We didn't drink any. It's totally all right. And we had bedded down for the day because of our encounter with a uh, spiritual plane and finding out that we have to stop a war between Weejas and Helios as we deliver our parcel to drop into the lava and fires of uh, Mortar. So I presume we'll run into Gimli and Aragorn soon. Yep. yep. It's a good thing uh, you know Elvish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll good. come in real handy. Yeah, it's because yeah. I'm half elf. Yeah, we're gonna uh, be there. And that's where we left off. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was the end of episode one of season two of Some Would Play. I never said that I thought I could sing, okay? It's an <laughs> FYI. All right. So after we left the spiritual plane above Acheron and meeting the Josiden Council, we learned about the battle of the gods between Weejas and Helios. Um, we were given instructions to head west immediately to a town of Barton. We were instructed by Famta, who was a high priest of Weejas. A.K.A. Fatma. I have it as Famta. No, I call him Fatma on accident oh, all the okay. time. Yeah. I was making a joke on the DM. Um, we were to head west it immediately because um, Barton would be our first stop on the way to preventing this war. As we were going through Barton, there was some shopping done. Everybody but Pan was able to buy stuff. Makes all of this drachma I have absolutely useless. <laughs> Ari now has silver gilded in his cloak. How much did you buy that cloak for? Like five copper pieces or something? Insane. Yeah. Now there's silver in it. He's got all the money now. He can do whatever he wants. Money's no object. And as we got into Barton, there uh, were some... Excuse me. Wicked weird occurrences where people were hearing laughter of a little girl. Everybody but me heard it. I thought they were all crazy. As we were finishing up with our shopping, we had to stop at the Spool Inn and talk to Raj. That was the first inn on the stop in Barton. And all we knew was that we had to head west. So after shopping, after eating, after sleeping, we start to head out of Barton. As we're walking out of Barton, or during the shopping... Neith and Jalsira actually see this little girl who appeared to be floating above the ground. Does this ring a bell to you guys? A lot of this coming back? I remember that. Yeah, I killed that girl. No, there was no killing of the little girl. (coughs) Again, Pan didn't see it because he's not crazy. As we exit the town of Barton, walking through this gorgeous, 
gorgeous grove of trees with blue leaves um, that Ari decided to pick up and eat like an idiot. Fuck yeah. Um, we were stopped in the middle of the road was this little girl that they had seen and heard. Killed the fuck out of her. Uh, surrounded by, what was it, 12 other little I think kids? it was like six kids. Six other little kids, yeah. Yeah, six other little kids plus a little girl for a total of seven. Village of the Dam style. That's what they look like. And Didn't see that. Just for the picture. What was really weird about it is that some of us thought that she may have been possessed. Um, so as opposed to beating up on little kids with our assortment of weapons Didn't and I, skills. Didn't like, I just walk by her? You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah you just No, you, just you were like, fuck by. it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he just pushed on by. He's like, He's yeah, like, like, I'm, I'm not staying here going. to fuck with this. Yeah. <laughs> and before we even got into rounds of combat, like right before we got into rounds of combat, Penn had the brilliant idea to lay on hands on the little girl to try and cure her of her exorcism. And sure enough, it worked. Demon exercised. All of the seven little kids were now free of the spell or the influence of the demon um and we watched as a blue misty wispy entity flew into ari who had been eating blue leaves like a big jackass uh, yeah yeah you remember that ari being possessed i wrote that up oh, that's where that comes from becomes possessed and um we were going to go back into barton to take the little girl back to whoever she belonged to i remember the little girl was in my arms is that true dm yep Okay. And I think that's where we ended after we after we had defeated the the demon because it was like one o'clock in the morning and a lot of us were drunk. Wait, am I still <laughs> possessed? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Dummy. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, you're still possessed. Do we know he's possessed? Yes. Okay. Yeah, everyone saw the demon. Yeah, go we in. we all saw it go into him. Okay. Everything um And is... that's uh I believe that's everything. That's where we left off. And now I'm done with this. All I right. have my regular Thanks, notebook. Rico. Penis. Okay, it's like no time had passed at all. Actually, a lot of times I did by myself. All right, so on the last episode of Someone Play, Season 2, Episode 3, I'm taking good notes now. You guys will notice here a shift. I'm taking better notes. Um, Ari vomits and a demon leaves his body. I vomited a lot. It was the shit. Raj offers to care for the little girl. Raj. Just Raj. Whoa, Roger. Sure. He was a little um, Whoa, suspicious of that. I mean, he didn't look like the wealthiest of people. <clears throat> yeah, I thought we that was a little weird. Found too. out there's that... kids for a farm town. It's you have kids there so they can work, work, work yeah. it, work it. Twerk the pretty it, twerk blue it. trees a are actually a Helios vortex. He's gonna fuck that girl. I mean, I wrote that down. Don't she's gonna say that. She's Come gonna on. have a husband any day now. Don't worry about her. <laughs> Raj, her. <laughs> Uh, throughout the evening, we're visited by 10 million fireflies. That gave us plus two HP. So that was a good time. Owl it was City. a gift from Weejas. Yep. Uh, yeah, I actually put it here in my notes. 10 million Weejas fireflies plus two HP. Um, we come across a nice little farm cottage down the road. Oh, I burned it the, down. The fireflies then were dead to give us those HP. Yeah, it wasn't really unimportant. Relevant. Yeah, was sad. unimportant. <laughs> I was saddened by she liked it. it. Yeah, <laughs> so was Josira. Um, as hey. we head west, we find a little farm ca- uh, cottage with Brendel <laughs> and Brenda. 
who was no once, relation. <laughs> no relation. They Sorry. once had a farmhand named Brandon, <laughs> who was half of a person. Split down the middle. Split right down the middle. Filet <laughs> style. Split right down the middle. Not figuratively speaking, um, literally half a person. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's died over here. <laughs> That's the wrong way to split it from his though. <laughs> But it's, it's I mean, half is of it, a person. It's the right way I've if you think about it. I've seen half people with <laughs> Right. Yeah. Hot dog, not hamburger. <laughs> right. Um, we find out in this world that there are dozens of vortices. There are Helios vortices. There are Weejas vortices. Because Brendel and Brenda actually had a fair amount of information for us. And if you cut through the vortices with the Tetsaiga... Mm. It produces the windscar. <laughs> yeah, super, produces the windscar. Wrong, wrong. No nope, <laughs> podcast. Nope. True story. Saw it. <laughs> wrong podcast. No, nope, I remember. I remember that. That was the windscar. That was awesome. I remember when he first got the windscar. God, that was so dope. Yeah. I wish Shippo wasn't in that anime. Ruined. Wrong it podcast. <laughs> All right. So um, we find out Matt's that new podcast, the Weejas and Helios War has been going on in the godly plane for not. millennia. But here in the realm that we're in, it's been for about five human years. Um, we find out that um, we just fucked Helios with her small penis. <laughs> um, according tiny, to me. Tiny dick. Tiny. And Helios is now missing part of her soul, which she needs to procreate. Um, and then we were giving a or given a tour of a Weejas shrine um, that has like a little mini henge. And there are four larger pillars, a northeast, southwest, and those four pillars um, are raised parts of a skull. And that's where we left off, was learning the history of this Weejas shrine. Oh, and it gave us plus 50 magic. It did not. <laughs> I think that's everything. I, that was everything I had in my notes. Is that about right? Is that everything? Yeah. Um, gave I would also mention Lunar Dial. Just, oh, yeah. Lunar yeah. Dial for the Eastern Hemisphere. Yep, that was, and there's also a well in the middle of the henge. Yep, I I missed it, but yeah, it's down here. It's it's here. It's important. a henge. What's the meaning of stone <laughs> Well, aliens. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Okay, that song is fucking hilarious. All right, so in the last episode of Dragon Ball Z, we find <laughs> way. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> we were at uh, the uh, Grendel and Grenda's hut, whatever their names were. Brendel and Brenda. Yeah, that was it. Brendel no and relation. Brenda. Oh, they were the best. <clears throat> yeah, they were pretty chill. Um, there was a skull on the lunar dial that we found out. Um, it had uh, moon cycles on it with four coin-sized depressions. Um, there were pillars around this uh, lunar dial. Um, there was a north pillar, east, south, west pillar. Um, the north pillar had a carved portrait of Weejas. There was a well there, and in that well was water that only looks red whilst in the well. Um, it stopped being red when the water escaped from the well, tasted just like water. The Weejas coins that we had had cardinal directions on them, so we placed them in the lunar dial. God there. damn, re this is the best recap you've done. Nah, nothing was better than going over the wall. Oh, that was <laughs> that's that was yeah. great. When we put the coins in the lunar dial, this fire erupted from the lunar dial, and it shows the, the, the full moon phase. We learned from Brenda and Brendel 
that if we just had anything to communicate to us, we would use these lunar dials. Um, that's what these lunar dials were for. They were if we just had messages to give to anybody, they could receive said messages from these lunar dials. Then there was some chanting at the well, the the red water well. Um, out from the well, Gelsira got Cedric back, her little owl hey. companion. Cedric came back. Neith got a rapier that manifested from the well. These were gifts from Weejas and Brenda and Brendel. Pan didn't get anything. Ari didn't get anything. Um, and we were instructed to take some canoes west because their journey is to just try continue going west. So um, as we're getting ready to leave and hop in the water in our canoes, uh, Brenda and Brendel gave us um, a warning. Um, they said that we were to hunt during the day. That we would be hunted at nighttime. Someone is always oh, wait, watching no, us. No, that's the opposite, right? No, 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 this is your words verbatim. Yeah, hunted at night. Hunt during uh, the day, you'll be hunted at night. Someone's always watching. Oh, all right, never mind. I misunderstood. And then we could smell burning cedar on the wind. We're not sure why. We killed it. Probably. <laughs> Um, so we started to take these canoes. Um, yeah, you do have a penchant west. for like just whacking trees, so... Then as we were taking these canoes, we were lured by a siren that was calling us to our death at the bottom of a waterfall. No, guys, we really got to go see. We really got to go check this out. Do you guys hear that? And you remember um, when you guys. (laughs) I remember that Neith pulled out a mirror and broke the entrancement on Pan and Which, by the way, was brilliant. I loved that. Thank you. That was so creative. And Ari had a hard time breaking the enchantment um, and was fighting us as we were trying to get him out of the water. He was just going to go down the side of the waterfall like an idiot. Ari um, down! Ari down! But at the like the zero moment we break him of his enchantment, not that it would have mattered, because he jumps down and slow falls <laughs> down the waterfall anyway, where he finds a uh, little loot hole, a little looty hole behind always the waterfall. Always check the waterfall. Always, as you guys know... <laughs> There's always a loot hole behind a like waterfall. I feel like Zelda now. <laughs> 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 was and uh, he was down there looting for a little while. We started to build a camp um, at the top of the waterfall. Yeah, me too, please. Please, me too, please, Deborah. Like me too. Yep. <laughs> and as night began to fall, um, the rest of us were building a camp at the top of the waterfall, waiting for Ari to come back up or for us to find out if he's dead. My guess is that he's dead. And we bedded down for the evening for camp. And that is exactly where we left off on Season 2, Episode 4 of Some Would Play. So on the last episode, uh, Meath decided that she was going to the loot hole. Um, She (laughs) falls down the waterfall. Twice. She eventually loots the looty hole. She attempts to climb up the waterfall and then falls down the waterfall again. Ari, in his brilliance, thought, oh, man, a rope would make this really, really easy for her. So he chucks an entire <laughs> feet of rope down at Neath. Um, it, it just lands in the lands water, into the water and floats down the stream. Um, she eventually climbs back up. Uh, Jelsira decides, oh, I also want to go loot in the looty hole and just uh, walks on water like she's the second coming of Christ because uh, she has a water walk spell. So she just walks down, gets the loot hole, walks back up, no problem. Pan summons his griffin steed, his new mystical infernal griffin steed, 
Um, we start to leave and to continue to head west. And there's this androgynous uh, wood elf that is standing in front of us. And it says that we need to return what belongs to Helios. We tried to talk to it to figure out what the hell it means. And it just repeats itself over and over and over again. Return what belongs to Helios. So we have no idea what the hell it means. Yes, you and do. Neith, um, Y'all were playing And that coy. she's done talking and um, shoots him. Well, it's- no, that was... So the other elves showed up then. That's when she shot. Whatever. Sure. Is what? that what happened? The yes. five other elves surrounded us? Yes. Kage Bunshin no Jutsu. That, that was it. Yeah. It was uh, Naruto Shadow Clone Jutsu. Um, they weren't... Well, they, I mean, they could have. They were androgynous. They were kind of sexy. Pan would have fucked them all. Yes. Ari would have watched. You just grab onto the wings like handlebars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Feathers nice. everywhere. <laughs> so then, then Neath um, starts the combat, and this huge, gigantic combat ensues. The wood elf disrobes and exposes magnificent, beautiful angel wings to us. Mm. We pour a ton of damage onto it. Um, some of us take a couple bumps and bruises, and then Ari and his monk genius decides, well, we're done just regularly swinging on this guy and then stuns him. <laughs> so uh, basically after that, it's just a, a romp, free-for-all, free for all, yeah. where we're just beating on a prone... <laughs> Angel. <laughs> <Beat them off. laughs> it dies, and a plasmatic essence leaves the angel body and morphs into the other five angels, and then one of them starts to get lippy, um, and it stays lippy for about a turn and a half. <laughs> yeah, it got real cocky for no reason. <laughs> it real did. Before Pan wholly smites them with a fist of the heavens punch and explodes all of them. This motherfucker rolled up to y'all like he was doing something. He he really thought he was going to win. I just shot him out of nowhere. Yeah. We killed the Jeez. crap out of it. We did. We <laughs> did kill it pretty hard. And that's where we'd ended because it was a pretty, pretty long combat because we um, went toe-to-toe with a uh, celestial being. Nice. And that's exactly where we left off at the end of episode five. All right. So last time on the episode... We were told we needed to head west some more. Um, We had to wake up at dusk because now we're traveling in the evening. Um, We came across another well. There was a message from Weejas that said, choose your time wisely. Um, The door closes at dawn. Step into the flames and arm yourself with Weejas, which we found out um, was a little riddle. Because the wells are planar portals that transport us from one well to another well. All we have to do is think about where we want to go, and the well will take us there. Um, It requires all four tokens for the wells to activate. And now that we know what they are, we are sworn to secrecy. We can't tell anybody. Um, Keith had to give a cup back to Brenda and Brendel. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Neith. Her name is Neith. <laughs> That's right. It's K N E I T H. I couldn't read my writing. Sorry. Be <laughs> and then I found out I had to go on a solo mission with Neith to head north. Much for to your chagrin. Yeah, because I'm not stealthy at all. Um, Ari and Jelsira were to, or Jelsira were to stay at the shrine to protect the parcel. Uh, we had a mission to go to a castle, which is in a small town. Not a town. Uh, nope. The, my note says mission is to a castle. 
in a small town. It's Helios territory in a Ouija's stronghold. It's not. A, it's not a town. It's okay, just, it's well like then, outside a town or it's something. Just you, random. You told me so it's, that it, there was. You a wrote small it down. Town. You wrote it down. So All right. Well, we'll have to play back and listen. And no, I, I believe you. I believe me too. All right. Let's take a pause. I'll go get the raws, and we'll <laughs> listen to the entire last episode. Uh, I would love that. Actually. In a dungeon needed retrieved. We're to make zero noise in the castle. Yeah, and so I you covered sent the, the guy rest with of a bunch the of clanking armor. Yeah, I know. Fucking yeah, well, ridiculous. I need him to whoop some ass. And then I already covered that. And then you're gonna. Um, he needs Neath and Pan. She needs Neath and Pan to to get close. Well, and character develop. No, I don't. I don't like think that's gonna happen this episode. <laughs> we need Neath to drop her shields and. You know, let become, us in. Become one with the team. And, let um, us in. Neath had pan. Had yeah, successfully... says the dude that just threw a rope at her when she was drowning. <laughs> Look, that and was didn't, uh, uh, not tied to anything. That just, was... She wasn't. This Lily threw a rope at me. <laughs> Look, Neath, why didn't you get a rope? <laughs> You'll hear it, and it's hilarious. Bro. But Neath didn't really want help. She's all kinds of like standoffish she's, about it. She's kind of a bitch. She's kind of a, a sundere. <laughs> I am she's, not. She's assertive, confident woman. Thank you. <laughs> and this so, is why I like jelly. <laughs> I was I was climbing the mountain or climbing the cliff and I was like here and then I just threw a rope she at just, her. Yeah. Just literally just threw a rope at me. It was didn't funny. You, didn't like tie it to anything. It just was, tossed it at her face and it then it just and it sunk. Comedy like, gold. <laughs> oh yeah. Funny. I'm a fucking and, genius. Uh, Frieza killed Krillin and Goku was about to go Super Saiyan. Oh, right. <laughs> that happened too. But I it'll still that. take another two episodes yep, for him for to free, go yep, Super Saiyan. Exactly. <laughs> so fucking long. God damn. This campaign is going to be three years long. And, uh, I'm counting on it. Neith and I were in the castle and we were going to sneak our way into the dungeon before we killed everything on the outside. Retrieve the thing first. Fight on the way out. <clears throat> and right now that was the plan they made. we're at the entrance and there's a monk pacing. One monk. One monk. That you can see pacing back and forth in chant. All right, let's do a little daff, daff oh, debrief just for fun. Actually happening? Okay. Yeah, yeah, just for fun. Oh, no. And then we'll have a real Rico recap after. All that daff oh, remembers is getting drunk with Ari. <laughs> All right, the okay. Daphne debrief. Well, Josira and Ari got drunk at the well. Uh, <laughs> the end. Yeah, and she wanted they, cards. That's yep. what they did for the whole evening. Yeah, I went, to, I went to pour some wine. Oh my God, what did I miss? And the wine hit the ground. So um, I lapped it up when I turned it to a dog. <laughs> 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 then I went and pissed on a tree and humped Ari's leg. It was a good time. Fun was had by everybody. No, I I'm thought kidding. this was the Daphne debrief. Oh, sorry. I was doing a Rico recap. My bad. <laughs> of the Daphne debrief. Uh, of the Daphne debrief. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. No, we can't. I I have notes here. Do Do you remember what happened last episode? I think I could rock I, on. It's all you. Like like fill in whatever I'm leaving out. We just got drunk. So okay. So in the last episode episode of Some Would Play, Pan and Neath. Her name is. Hey, Neith. that's me. <laughs> hey, uh, that's me. Neath was in the last one. Right. So <laughs> they had just they had just arrived to the castle. Well, in the episode before that, in this last episode, they were at the castle and they encountered a monk. Neef came up behind the monk and used her dagger, double dagger stealth kill and killed the monk. The monk disappeared. Cool name. I did do yeah. that. <laughs> Great name. Double dagger stealth kill. Right. They did think at first they would have to hide the bodies. If but Neef it, ever has a blog, 
That's what you should <laughs> That's call what it. That's what I'm right? calling it right there. They thought they were going to have to hide the bodies, but as it turns out, the bodies just magically disappear. So that was pretty convenient for them. And Yeah, until the zombies. We're not that far yet. <laughs> so <laughs> Sorry, Dev. So they proceed deeper into the castle, and then they find a couple other monks meditating by the stairs. Pan gets the one on the right. Neith gets the one on the left. And then there's another monk that comes down from the stairs. Neith hides, kills that monk. Pan goes downstairs. There was a whipping monk. That oh, they, right. Like yeah, a so flagellating monk. Yep. Fla- yeah, flatulating. And like a fart flatulating. Not, fla- not flogging. I need us to stop talking. Yes. <laughs> this is really hard for me. So, and then at one point also, they went upstairs. They found a room. They looked inside a window and there was a baby. That was downstairs. Downstairs. In the dungeon. Was, you said fill in. Yeah. Okay. These, these The ones I'm doing now are trying to be helpful, not joke. Okay. So they looked inside the window. They found a baby. And that room was actually open. Okay. They <laughs> they go into the room. There's there's several monks trying to sacrifice a baby. Pan in his fury walked up behind one of the monks. <laughs> Pan uh, in his, his fury. His righteous fury. The righteous fury of Bahamut. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. That should be your blog. The yeah. righteous fury of Bahamut. Bahamut. Gouged gouged the dude's eyes out. Neath to stealth kill on the other monk. And the baby was near death. So Pan being lawful good paladin that he is he laid he did a way of on of hands healed the baby and then proceeded to go through every single room in the entire castle like just bludgeoning all the animals <laughs> since that's what we just told them to do you hadn't mentioned them. the animals right. yet and they didn't actually do that yet i don't know that's, i know I, I, I know this is your first one you're doing great um, i'm not trying to i'm trying to get the story right not correct you does that make sense <laughs> Okay. No, you're wrong. So, leapfrog in the snow. I don't know. I my train of thought is okay. And, so, go ahead. So stuff happened. I was upstairs. I didn't hear what happened at that point. But I came back downstairs. And they were fighting. They were there was a troll. They basically just wailed on the troll. We did do that. Yeah, I do remember that and happening. We did it well. Yes, <laughs> the troll like tried to fight them and then just stumbled over. Yeah. Then they killed. He was a part of the guardsmen for Beyond the Mist at the, uh, the governor. What's his nuts his area? What was his name? Fuck, guys. Hey. The governor of Aspasia? Yeah. The Marcus Marzan. The troll was a guard for the DeMarcus before <laughs> yeah, this post. The worst. Jeez. Guards. I guess he needed a new job, huh? Well. Doesn't have it now. <laughs> yeah. <It's> dead. So. <laughs> Also, while this was happening, there was Persephone, Pan's <laughs> griffin, flying above the castle. Okay, Percy. And picking up some of the monks and then dropping them. What I fucked They go up onto the roof. They really struggled hard to mount, per- to mount Percy. Percy is spooked because the ground has started to rumble. Right, like, like something's happening, some real stuff. Oh, they down. also collected the parcel from... The room, the glowing parcel from gonna kill that the room. Baby. <laughs> right. So as they were flying away, uh, they turned around and they saw some of the monks were actually flying after them. And then not flying. Fl- well, whatever they were doing, I don't know. And then Neith had. Well, this- they were zombies. They were walking. 
running. Cancel culture. <laughs> Is this too much? And then Neith saw that Neith had an epiphany that they actually did not kill everything in the castle. And Pain was like, "Yes, I did. We killed all everything." And Neith was like, "No, we didn't. We left the baby alive." And Pan insists he's not going to kill the baby. Neith isn't sure how to feel about it. They're not sure what they're doing. They're just flying back to the shrine, and here we are. Here we are. Here we are. That was a pretty good debrief. Yeah, I'm not doing that ever again. (laughs) 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 It's just the Rico recap from now on. (laughs) For the Rico recap. Let's see. uh, No, that was fine. That was good. That 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 was good. That covered all the highlights. That was pretty good. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so at the end of episode eight, um, Ari and Jelly just played cards and drank a lot. Yes. Yep. We were great. Lux appears from the planner portal. So we all get to say hi to Lux again. She gets reintroduced. Oh, we killed her, right? No, that uh, never happened. <laughs> Shortly yet. after, we just sent us a pegacorn and... From her royal... My note says demand Cedric, but I guess that's wrong. No, I, she absolutely killed Cedric. No, no, it is not. Right. And then yep. there was a priestess wrong. of Helios that arrives. Her name was Krasdelia. Did you listen back? To all of them. Yeah, I was right, like I suspected. <laughs> <laughs> I have a note here that says Pan drowns the baby. That was rough. Uh, yeah, Pan drowned the baby. the baby. Yep. <laughs> so much fun. It wasn't me. Oh, oh. Guys, oh, just Pan. wait. So funny. Just Jeez. wait. So you guys funny, are about gosh. to fight about 600 kids. <laughs> then It's going to be a bloodbath. After Pan came back from drowning the baby, Neith frisked Crestelia to unarm her. We learned that there are a total of 12 parcels. We just then gives the party Shelly a pegacorn. That way, Pan isn't the only one flying on his infernal griffin. We find out to the next uh, stronghold that it's a five nights walk, or since we all have a pegacorn and the griffin now, uh, two and a half nights or two point five nights ride. So two and a half nights. Yep, there we go. Um, all 12 parcels must be together for them to be destroyed. Each parcel is guarded by 12 guardians. So that means the two parcels that we have now, there's going to be 10 other parcels or 10 other strongholds. I thought we had three parcels. Not at the end of episode eight. We didn't. Not at that point. Okay. We absolutely do. We are the best. We have 40 parcels. (laughs) You know, we're great. 50,000 XP. Nailed it. <laughs> and then we learned that all of these planar portals have names. There are a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of them. Uh, and the first one, it, I don't know if I'm pronouncing Iowa? this. Iowa. Yeah, I, I spelt it I-U-A. That's how you spell it. Oh, okay. Then, Mr. Pagan. And then... Or Wiccan. Shit. Which, ooh. I mean, Same thing. I mean both. Oh, yeah, it could be both. Wiccans, Wiccans of, are pagans. Wiccans okay, type and, they of pagan. don't, and they're not really offended by either term, right? No. I mean, no, if no. you're a pagan who's not a Wiccan, you'd probably be. They prefer it if you call them cucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> Wick cucks. Uh, and there's uh, M. Jessic. Majessic? How do I. Yeah, Majessic. Majessic. Uh, you named them? Yeah. Oh, all eight of them. Jesus. There's Messick. <laughs> this is the don't care part Main, of your. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm remembering. I actually Gibbous, don't care. Apogee and Blood. 
Those were the names of the planar portals. Planar portals. And that was where we left off when we were getting ready to get more information from Krasdelia. There is actually another thing that did happen, um, if you don't mind me stepping no, in ahead. for this recap. If, I, if I didn't write it down. Okay. Um, so also, Brendel pops out of the planar portal. Um, he uh, was a little bit worried, and he sees Krasdelia and is instantly furious and um, puts uh, Weejas-sanctioned handcuffs onto Krasdalia. Oh, yeah, Krasdalia was bound. And then, takes, and then takes Jelly aside and tells Jelly that she's going to have to be the one that actually kills Krasdalia. Wait, is this happening right now? Nope, this happened last... This well, happened, yeah. this happened uh, I mean, three episodes okay, ago. Okay, sorry. Daph was sick. Daph was drunk because... <laughs> Oh no, uh, Jelly was drunk. That's right. Jelly was drunk. Jelly was full on drunk. Jelly was very drunk. <clears throat> yeah, she may not. I don't remember that yeah. either. Don't worry. You guys were all about to like take off for the two and a half night ride. To where? Um, also, uh, no one needs to be fed because Percy brought two boars uh, for boars? everyone to share. Who's Percy? How drunk was I? Who the fuck is Percy? Oh my god! This is so this drunk. is happening Percy now. Percy, she don't remember. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't even. I thought you were this is happening I'd call now. You out right? of this is what happened this at happened the very last... end of no. All right. at, at one thirty in the morning. This is what happened. Uh, that's why I don't remember. Yeah, either. none of you remember this. <laughs> I so was tired. It's a rough night. Yeah. Yeah, my character doesn't even drink. <laughs> I, it's kind of fun that Jenna listens to the. the <laughs> I love this fucking. I love this so much. This is my jam. All right, so in season two, episode ten, what happened? We leave. Uh, what's her name? Shouldn't it be an even number? Grass dealer. Oh no, it shouldn't be because because you're right, skipping right, an episode. Right, 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 right. We leave um, Cristelia's. Oh, there it is. I noted now that Matt brought brought it up. I notice it. We leave Cristelia's keep, and we start to head west to make our way towards Ice Mountain. As we're traveling to the Ice delicious Mountain, crisp beverage. Who, if they ever want to sponsor, feel free to I'd reach. Much out. rather have better beer than Coors Light. To be perfectly honest, Ice Mountain. The water. It's the water. It's the best bottled water made oh i don't know about all that but it is a bottled water <laughs> i don't know uh what's that um that water the fiji fiji yeah fiji water is actually ice the mountains best. affordable well so is fiji just to yeah, be... if you have three dollars don't be poor <laughs> oh sorry what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> right where the fuck do you think you fuck live? me right <laughs> so as we're traveling to ice mountain we land in a town called perhelion um, which the name of the town and the welcome sign is an infernal. As we get into Perhelion, we find out it is a city of debauchery that stinks <laughs> like sulfur. Um, rotted eggs, gross, nasty stuff. It smells like sulfur is what I put. The town is called Perhelion. It's a city of debauchery where people are drinking and fucking just in the streets, like out in the open. Mm. There's just all of the sex and all of the wine and all of the booze and all of the filth that you would find in a city of debauchery. And sexiness. We found a strip club called the Heli. Healy. Healy. Yep. Sorry. Healy. There was an exotic animal cobbler. Uh, 
what was this show? Oh, how did it taste? Um, <laughs> like Griffin, it was great. It was great. Uh, there was a shop of oddities. Uh, we didn't get the name of the cobbler shop or the shop of oddities, so I didn't write that down. The Goblin Cobbler. Oh, that was it. The Goblin. Yep. Nobbler. Oddities is just oddities. It's called oddities. And Pan had to buy Jelsira for 25 gold from a big, tall, uh, naked. Was she naked? No. Yes. I thought she was naked. Mm. Maybe I misremembered. That's I just what you wanted. I don't think it was it. specified. I don't think it was either. But Pan yeah. had to buy Jelsira to she save was naked. Jelsira from being a big, giant, tall, lesbian, <laughs> uh, three Bitch. foot dildo. <laughs> Because anything is a dildo if you're brave enough. Yep. <laughs> Poor Joey. And there was mostly shopping and walking around before we all left our shops and dens to meet on the street. It was pretty. Yeah, Joey got a, a good meal at the strip club. Yeah, it was pretty uneventful. Yeah. I mean, it was. But fun. It was eventful for me. It was good food. I think that was everything. Left Crest yeah. Delia's. Dead ass. Um, not. Grass, she's not a grass dealer. <laughs> That's her name, grass dealer. Yeah, and then flew to the Ice Mountain, which we never even got into Ice Mountain proper to find the other parcels. No, but you are in Ice Mountain. Yeah, we're yeah. officially in yeah. Ice Mountain, in the city of the Perhelion, city at least. Perhelion. I am Ice Mountain. So, in this better the be pretty last thorough. episode, we met a fortune teller named Clara. Mm-hmm. That was me. We ran into a candy shop called Gummies and Goblins, where Jelly and Ari bought some candy. There was Galleons, which was weapons and armor. There was a mead bar named Mead Me. These are all buildings in um, this mountain town that we got to. There is a brothel named Shira. There is a post office. There is Assassin's Row. Clara tells us we need to go to the other city to the right. The other city is run by children's sacrifices of Helios, former sacrifices, future sacrifices, and shit, I can't read that word. Oh, former and future sacrifices exist in this other town. Then we have to get there before the next moon cycle, around the mountain to the next city. Gal Syra goes to We went to Galleons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm getting with all of it. Pan stays with Lilith and Clara. Oh, yeah, the tiefling in the drow that I'm currently fucking in the brothel of Shira. <laughs> Jelly got drunk at Mead Me, and Neath had run off to Assassin's Row, and I didn't take any notes of what Neath was doing at Assassin's Row because it wasn't my story, and I wasn't privy to the conversation. Jelly is the only one that witnessed. Oh, I wrote down Neath. Keith is getting killed by her uh, assassins. Hmm. Yeah, they're at Assassin's Row. There was a conversation that was had between Neath and somebody else. But again, because I wasn't privy to the conversation, I didn't take the notes on that. So unfortunately, I'm sorry, Neath. It's, I don't remember what you guys were talking about. It's the Rico recap, not does. the pan recap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Right. But I do remember Neath went to Assassin's Row, got up to the second floor, and was having a discussion with somebody. Mm-hmm. I um, recognize somebody from my previous um, sect of assassins, and I kind of like went up to them and was like, what are you doing here? And then realized that was the wrong move, because now everybody's looking at me. Yeah, that's where we ended the episode. Mm-hmm. All eyes were on Neath. Jelly was drunk. 
Mm-hmm. What was I doing? Getting there, probably. Jelly only had one class, of, or hadn't even finished her class of media. You were in Galleons with me. I mean, yeah, you I'm went back sure. to Galleons. I mean, yeah, but how much is Gal Syra weigh? She's been drinking, though, lately. She's hardening up. Yeah. Because <laughs> you and I are both at Galleons because I'm getting the Bahamut um, emblem emblazoned or put onto my armor. You were still fucking when he was at Galleons. Oh, and that's I? not done until tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it's. Do, it's almost sun, like or it's almost uh, sundown, so it's time to go to bed. Um, you mean sun up? General oh, journal. Powerful devil enemy. That's a different one. Last episode, uh, Neith was stolen by her former uh, apprentice assassins, um, people that are supposed to be under her. It was an apparent coup. I I remember. Um and Neith Why are they even in this world? Um They they came for you. How do they know I was here? They're taking you back home. So that that is their goal is they have been charged with taking Neith back to where she came from with or without her consent. Um and the uh the rest of them in an effort to save Neith, uh, went up to Assassin's Row and the barkeep. That's actually helping. <laughs> yeah, it is helping. Yeah, okay. The barkeep. That is, wow. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> so you, can, you can pause. Yeah, I can. I in, case, can. in case our viewers are just sort of wondering what's happening, Matt is making a shotgun type. We're gesture. practicing our ums. <laughs> right. Or getting rid of them. Basically, um. like if she says another um, he's going to shoot her with a sh- with a shotgun. fake shotgun. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Cocked and loaded. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the bar. Uh, Assassin's Row is up on this uh, nesty type thing. How your ums just turned into us. Well, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to actually remember where I was. Yeah. earlier it's hard so then uh fuck <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get like one episode out of tonight <laughs> like <laughs> that's what i predicted i predicted we'd fuck around so much <laughs> okay you what do you do oh this is the genitals journal uh, journal right yeah Gross. So Jenna tells journal tells us all that shit about Neith, and then all the other people notice or they are told that Neith is in trouble by Cedric, who watched Neith get uh uh kidnapped. So Jelly hears from Cedric uh that Neith is in trouble. So Jelly assembles the troops, they all head up to Assassin's Row. They are greeted, or Jelly uh, half charms a barkeep, gets zero answers, (laughs) and Kevin, Jerry, Carl, Lilith, and and Clara all swoop in and start literally kicking the barkeep's dick. You're not reading this. You're just remembering the names. 
He's impressed by you right now. That I way. didn't even write down. It does not sound like he's. But he <laughs> yeah, is. That's like why I'm translating Matt. Sounded like he was talking shit. Like, oh my god, you're not even reading this. What the hell? I'm translating Matt. He's pretty impressed. So Clara reaches behind the bar, opens up the middle part of the mountain, and everyone is like. Everyone trusts Clara, so they follow her down the mountain. The staircase descends all the way down. You guys ended up in a corridor that had five little uh, offshoots, and you were told by someone, I can't remember, that you shouldn't trust what an assassin has given you. So, like, uh, Pan noticed there were tracks going one way, and knowing what assassins are like, he went the exact opposite. Carl uh, found a parcel and fused with it. And so now the gang is heavy two more parcels and uh, Neith is sleep standing in her cell with the assassin, with the seven assassins that have kidnapped her. And um, what else? This is all ringing. I think that was it. That was it. That was, that was pretty much it. it. That was yeah. it. Well, as if that's what you say, because my notes say something like fine mages and decoy mops. I don't <laughs> maps. <laughs> it's maps. maps. Yeah. So that's all I wrote down because I'm an asshole. <laughs> so genitals journal. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. So the last uh, uh, episode we had. All of our players in their respective spots, and they were met with a gas, and this gas um, transported Ari, Neith, and Jelly to a safe um, bar known only to the Jasidan Council in the clouds. Um, it's a bar called The Perch, and they all woke up there um, and they they didn't know Neith was even alive still and uh, they proceeded to drink and eat pheasant yeah. and uh, Neith was feeling rather flirty. We found out a lot of things about Neith uh, and also Neith drank for the first time in front of her team buddy mate. Best friends. Conspirator best friends forever and she started flirting with someone and lux got drunk oh lux also visited because she's known at the perch lux visited and made a bet with this big old burly guy in the back that this stupid ass dragonborn wouldn't wouldn't draw from the deck of many holding dicks and she bet 10,000 gold piece, which translates to one pat- platinum piece. And Ari, ever the one to put a foot in someone else's mouth, said, fuck you, I'm pulling two cards. So Lux was out a platinum piece. And Ari pulled a card and summoned an avatar of death. Neith did not understand what was happening initially and started to attack the avatar of death, which summoned an additional avatar of death. 
uh, Neith and Ari were both prosperous and kicked the Avatar of Death's ass. And that's where we left it. Last episode, um, Pan was absent. We were heavy one acts of bloodletting. Yep. And... <clears throat> Me six cubicles. Um, Neith... Uh, uh, what's her nuts jelly uh, i'm trying <laughs> thank you and ari were all still at the perch they oh yeah the perch that was its name the perch yes the perch which is COVID 19 yeah uh that was close <laughs> the perch is a we all have coronavirus bar in the clouds known only to the Jocidan council who are super cool neath uh had tried to get her groove on and Ari's first uh, pull of the Ari was dared basically to pull from the deck of many handbags and <laughs> and uh, the first time it didn't work out so good and they had to kick the shit out of Toberon who was Neith's love interest Toblerone Toblerone, uh, who didn't taste so good, and then they kicked the shit out of that dude. And he then he wasn't there. I was just reminiscing about him. How fucked up were you? This was the first. That was the first episode. I was just doing a tiny recap of the first episode into the second episode. Right, but the thing I had to fight wasn't Toberon. Yes, it was. It was the Avatar of Death that was the same thing. Right, but it's an Avatar of Death, not my ex-lover. Toberon. Also, my ex-lover was He Leo wasn't Torres. your ex-lover. He reminded you of him. He right, wasn't... Toberon was the person I was trying to get my groove on with. Jesus Christ, <laughs> woman, you just misunderstood me. No, you, you said it wrong. I'm gonna, I'm gonna strangle you. My Rico recaps are way better than this. <laughs> you should have heard them. I also when, don't interrupt your Rico recaps. You should have heard them. Yes, you do. You should wow. have heard them uh, last two episodes because they were awesome. They were really good. Anyway, so um, the second card that was pulled from the Dick of Holding Dicks was um, much more friendly and. It ended up being something I can't remember. Help. Matt. Oh, it's an axe of bloodletting. The second card. Yeah, it was a wondrous item, right? It was a rare magic item. You right, you got to get a, a rare magic rare weapon. Rare magic weapon. And it had to be attuned to you, so we just decided that it was Blessed by Weejas, cursed by Helios, or the other way around, something like that. Something like that, sure. And um, what does it give you? Oh, every, everything that you hit with it has to make a constitution saving throw, which is pretty cool. If I spend the charge. It has five charges. Oh, I see. And it recovers some. Every day? Like 1d4 something. Five charges a day? Is There's five charges to start with. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> Where did I put it? Here it is. So it's five charges. Every day it regains one D4 charges. So I have to roll a D4 to regain charges and I can. That's pretty badass though. Five four. times. That's cool. Or four. Yeah. That's cool. So it's got five charges. and if You I, did cut yourself on it though. If they don't. Day one. And that's if I spend the charge. And so it's got plus one to attack and Didn't plus you, one like, damage. Did you some food with it? 
He d- well, he cut a cantaloupe. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like so yeah. Ari. They like everyone. Wait, wait, wait! You obtained a wondrous item, and your first instinct it's was a rare a, magic weapon. Cut some <laughs> fruit with it. No, well, the no, it wasn't mine. <laughs> well, you served it to everybody. Um, Ari, in all of his, I was goaded into using the axe, and the only food to cut was a cantaloupe. Here's the thing, Rico. Uh, they were all fucking hammered. Hammered. In the sh- in the show and in real life, and real life. so they they were at the perch. Wine was flowing. Lux Woo! was there, so you know they were fucking being dumb. And um, so Ari, trying to be a badass, made this like perfectly symmetrical cut with cantaloupe and started serving it off of the axe and. People loved it. The crowd went wild. Then everyone, or then they bought the whole bar around of shots. And then um, uh, fucking Neith had the bard sing a dance song. And somehow the bard knew Jamiroquai. And so the whole bar started dancing. And it was pretty great. It was pretty fun. And then um, fucking Gels uh, had the clever idea of giving Neith oh well we actually found out too that Neith um, murdered her demon nephew baby uh, who was her uh, brother's kid it was the right thing to do but that's also why she's a little sensitive about baby murder and I mean, who wouldn't be though? I mean, yeah. it's baby murder. We also find out that Neith is um, a noble person. That her mother died very young. Uh, that she also this is a very rare occasion for her to drink. We find out she is inside the mountain, but not as far down as you guys are. And um, what else do we find? We found out some other shit about you. What did you tell us? Do you remember? Um, I reminisced about how, you know, I was the youngest of a family of boys. My mother died. So, you know, I really didn't have any value because I had to be married off. So I decided to join the military instead. That's right. But then saw my superior dabbling in things he shouldn't be. So I ran Oh, you caught your, right. You caught your commander fiddling around with the mayor's daughter Daughter. and it was either like at which point Ari suggested that we come back and and kill all the people that wronged you and you all bonded and seemed like you had a future (laughs) together and that's when you all finally started realizing oh shit we don't know where Neith actually is no one's actually f- trying to ask where Neith is this whole time. I mean, I thought we did eventually. Yeah, eventually, you know, like, you know, hours in. <laughs> <laughs> you were we were having fun. so much fun. <laughs> yeah, you had I was trying fun. to get my groove on. Then I had to fight something. Trying to That's get that puss. I got to get an axe of bloodletting. You did. The drama of the deck of many things. But, so, one of the coolest things was when Jelly... During that, when Jelly, during the, and I just want to brag about this, when Je- that is badass. You guys really didn't do shit last episode? We didn't. <laughs> when Jelly, um. What is that? It's my third fucking eye. It's creepy. 
It's in the wrong spot. Dice bag. It's not attached oh, to you. Nice. When Jelly uh smell new. I'm kind of the best wife ever. I told you you are so good at giving gifts, dude. I love giving gifts. So do I. Isn't it so much fun? And then Jelly died. I remember that. Well, that was after Lux killed her. She's got to roll a new character. What? What? You remember that? (laughs) Jelly's dead. I mean, I know I was drunk, but (laughs) no. Okay, not that drunk. Uh, Jelly. Uh, oh, god damn it! God damn it! Jelly, god damn it! Jazz Christ. Jelly gave me the helm. Jelly of- has this weird ass thing called the helm of teleportation. The helm of deportation. Hashtag build that wall. Build that wall. And she gives it to Neith because presumably Neith will be able to go anywhere with it and uh, escape wherever she's at. <sighs> Wondrous items. We all have so many wondrous items. It's beautiful. I don't have any. How dare you're you? You're not very important. I know. Yeah. Well, I think maybe you're just powerful on your own. Yeah, I'm pretty boss just yeah. without anything. Yeah, you don't. We really... need a lot of help. That might have been it. Yep. Oh, and then you wake up, or uh, you come to. Uh, I, I came to. Uh, Ari and. I also <laughs> came. <laughs> and she I came to as well. Ari and Jelly come to in the planet Arium, uh, and they uh, try. They see Jerry, Kevin, Pan, and Clara and Lilith, but they are not. They're there, but they aren't conscious. Like they conscious. They are uh, like half. They're almost uh, zombie like. Like not aware. And you come to uh, clutching, kind of hiding your teleportation helm. Right. You don't feel drunk anymore. And there is a guard. Am I hungover? No. There is a guard banging on your jail. Hey, what's going on in there? So that's surprising. I'm not hungover. I'm not used to drinking. Well, you were in Magic you're World. At the oh, perch. That's true. I was at the perch. perch. Okay. Only good things come from the perch. That's their logo. Got it. All right. So in episode 13, Clara wakes up with no idea of time, location, or area. Everybody had coming out of a foggy haze. Episode which one? Episode 13. Season oh, two, episode 13. The last episode we did. Which did he 15 was the last episode we nope, did. No, it was episode 13. You missed two. No, nope, You did. Sure didn't. You did. Side quest. I don't have notes from the side quest. I wasn't here. Right, but it's episode 15 now. Oh, okay. Episode 15. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Well, it's episode 16 now. Episode 15 we just did. Yeah, we just did. We learned that Neith is still trapped in her cell. She's busy flinging insults at a guard who has absolutely no interest in her whatsoever. (laughs) Jelly, Pan, and Ari discern where Neith is kept because Jelly has the brilliant idea to locate object to find... Neith's sword. Good job, Jelly. Raper. Yep. Neith uses um, or attempts to use the helm of deportation. Build that wall. Hashtag MAGA. Mm. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Trump sucks. He can suck my whole dick. (laughs) 
Ew, don't let him near that. So Neith finds herself back inside the main bar. What, sucking my whole dick? No, it's fantastic. (laughs) No, Trump. I'm picturing it right now. (laughs) Your dick is fine. I'm I'm watching it in my mind's eye. (laughs) It's it's beautiful, isn't it? You can't actually imagine things in your mind's eye. The whole thing. (laughs) Yes. So her helm of deportation teleports her back to the bar. (laughs) Ari has the brilliant idea to cloak of shadows the entire party to go get (laughs) Neath's weapons. We all roll insanely high because of a plus 10 stealth roll. We find Neath's weapons. While we remain cloaked, we decide to go find the two remaining parcels, bypassing an entire slew of 14 assassins and probably a star map. <laughs> yes. Ari for president. And best monk ever. And three uh one correct star map and three cleverly disguised star <laughs> well, Don't maps. tell us that because you can still use that puzzle next town. No, you guys already knew that there was gonna be decoy maps. I don't remember if I heard correctly, but I think Neith bribed the barman to get her back into the secret passage. Yes. We see that she is coming back down the hall to us. Pen and Ari have the brilliant idea to not let her know that we are coming back up. So we hide against the walls. So we sneak back and hide against the walls. Classic. Neith starts to sneak back down. And then in a beautiful crescendo to the end of the episode, she falls in front of the group for the first time for everyone to see. Second. No, this is the first time everybody has got to see it. No, we didn't see her. We didn't yes, see her fall with the ogre. Seen her fall one. Even Everybody she had has fall, fallen three other times. This is the first time I've ever seen her no, fall. No, it isn't. There's but one other time. Daff's expiring. Oh, okay. Anyways, and that's where the episode ended. And then and it was we, hilarious. Yeah, everybody had a good laugh, and that's that was the end of episode fifteen. Apparently. So on the last episode of this game, on season two, episode 16, Neith denies any help to get up because she had fallen in front of everybody. (laughs) And we tried to help her up and she was like smacked our hand away and told us to go fuck ourselves. Neith, in her fury, teleports all of us to Galleons with her hat of teleportation. You have that teleportation helm, right? Yes. That uh, the DM thought was, or didn't know what a helm was. Right. Good times. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yep, great times, right? <laughs> we 10, still Rico. love you, though. Worth it. Worth uh, it. <laughs> it's absolutely worth it. <laughs> Kevin grabs my armor. God bless. Now I have my plate mail armor that I've been after since forever. And it's badass. It is super badass. Ooh, what's it look like? It is gorgeous silver platinum colored plate with a Bahamut dragon head on the chest piece. And in the eyes, what were they? They were like rubies. rubies. Yeah, we just rubies. So they were like glowing, emblazoned red dragon eyes in the the Bahamut. You're good at describing things. Oh, yeah. Wait wait till I'm DMing. The world is going to be beautiful. Dude, when you were in the Marvel game, when when you'd make an entrance and shit, it was the best. Like when you transformed into Guardian Angel, it was the shit. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's very descriptive. The flowing cape or whatever shit. You fucking just went on. The wings? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Also, the helm was pretty cool. I was was there. The helm was really cool because there was a matching helmet to go with it. I remember now. It was a full helm. It had a visor that came down. What's a helm? A helm. It's a helmet. (laughs) 
a piece of armor equipment that goes over the head. Starboard bow. And the helm, the 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 top of the brow, where above my eyes, it also had the two Weejas rubies. And when the visor goes up, it looks like the maw of Bahamut is open because it's got dragon teeth on the bottom and on the visor. So when it opens up, it looks like Bahamut's roaring at you with the red Weejas rubies glowing. Oh, yeah. In the in the light and the torches, oh, it's beautiful! I fucking love it. I love my armor. Kevin knows Worth the it. shit. Yeah, Kevin gave so, it. Kevin gave gave me my armor, which I am happy to um, have now. We learned that the next town we were going to is Antelian. That's the name of the town with the um, aborted fetuses. <laughs> <laughs> the children's sacrifices. Uh, there, we also learned that. There are two additional parcels on Fire Mountain. That's a, an entirely different mountain. We're still on Ice Mountain with Antelian. <laughs> the entrance of Antelian <laughs> leads to a perfect pyramid, like beautiful, perfect pyramid, symmetrical in every single way. There was um, levels, go over three, door, the go up a level, go over three, door, go up a level, go over uh, three, yeah, door. I remember that. You remember that? I wrote it down. Some sort of crazy ass bullshit. Yep. The children at the base of the pyramid that are building said pyramid, they act as if they're entranced into slavery, much like Matt's people were back in the day. Uh, that was a joke. Yes. Okay. My people. Your people. The cry of The dragonborn. <laughs> yes. Helios treats the children as stable souls as to repair her own. I guess Helios is having the children sacrificed. Because the children's life essence helps Helios retain their stability or their essence. Because Helios's soul has been separated into these 12 parcels. We learned that. And it's making soul parts. Soul parts. We learned that each pyramid section has its own hierarchy of rulers. There's some that are zombie children. There's some that are slave master children. There's the aborted fetus children. <laughs> all of those. Uh, the bottom of the pyramid is the past sacrifices. This is where all the dead and zombified babies are at. This is on the very bottom pyramid. It may be possible, we found out, to defeat a, an entire level of a pyramid if we defeat the pyramid <laughs> level's leader. So that was a decision we all decided to come to that we thought might work. Fuck yeah, we were going to go kill the leader. We're going to go kill the leader? Charge! Let's do it. We recouped rations at Galleons. We restocked, so I hope you wrote those down. You probably didn't. How many? Well, sure you did. It just said recoup rations at Galleons. I don't know how many. I think it was like 10 days. I know Neith got another 10 days. Yeah, like I herself. finally have food. Yeah. And I think she was the only one that bought rations. Did anybody else buy rations? I, I don't think so. Did. I didn't buy any. I didn't spend I any gill yeah, buying rations. I didn't. I, didn't. I know I didn't. Gold. Sorry. <laughs> like, I've been playing gonna... too much Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> Gold. We reunite with our mounts and our companions as we leave the major city. So we get Shelly the Pegacorn back. I get Persephone my Griffin back. And Griff. lo and behold... Jelsira actually has Cedric back now. And she can ride I him. I keep wanting to call him something other than Cedric, like Rupert or something. I don't know why. <laughs> Rupert. I just That's like Rupert. Yeah, Rupert is a great like name for an hour. Uh, it's a war reunion. Everybody is happy to meet their mounts and their companions. We begin our trip to Antelian on the Not, other side well, of, of Ice you Mountain. Know, we took about 45 minutes trying to decide if we should make the half hour walk to... <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I just went Dillion. over there. <laughs> and Dillion. And I didn't write these notes down because I completely spaced out or forgot. But we had made it actually up to a couple levels of the pyramid. And Jelly had uh, what transformed into what animal? Mouse, rat, something? To go scout into the first level that we were at. I think it was the... Third, third level up over three, up over three, up over three. Yeah, it was uh, two it level was level two. Correct, but yeah. first entrance. So the first entrance, yeah, on right. level two. <laughs> I forgot about. It. I just ran over. And like, what the is DM happening? has we described the it. area so to Jelsira, but Jelsira has not yet got back to us to describe it to us to what we see. She did. She make did. It back. Yeah, she did make. That's it back. right because yeah. there was a blue ice fire um, that shot a beam up into the uh, center of the no, pyramid? No, that is what Clara uh, has visualized for oh, you okay. guys. Jelly has informed you all that there is a what looks like a parcel. She has described the room uh, for you. I wish I would... I can tell you about it. I wish I'd have written those down. I, for some reason, did not have that written down. It was uh, was about 1.30, so that's about when everyone dies. And that's what happened on the last episode. I forgot a B, didn't I? On the last episode of Season 2, Episode 17 of Some Would Play, we had a map of (laughs) the first room in the second level of the pyramid. Which you recreated beautifully. I thought I did all right. You did well. You're good at maps. I'm pretty good at maps. Nah, that's garbage. Thank you. You didn't see the original. Behind the altar was some hieroglyphs. On the left side of the room was some hieroglyphs of crudely drawn pornography. On the right side of the room was some 4K version of drawn women pornography. Puddles of blood on the floor, big blue fire on the left. Nope, sorry, big blue fire in the middle. Which we stole. Ari decided to grab the parcel using monk magic. He doesn't actually have magic. It's just his monk ability. A magical. We found out He came in like a monking ball. Thank you. (laughs) Neath deciphered some glyphs. I have them in the notes listed as Neath deciphered some Pornhub glyphs, which we <laughs> decided that's exactly what they were, crudely drawn naked women. We decide to split up the team to one go one team go down the left corridor, one team go down the right corridor. Neath, Clara, Lilith, and Kevin go right. Got murdered. Ari Pan, Jelly, and Jerry go left. Left anomaton. Clara Jerry. has a vision of the Princes of Helios. Which she shared with Neath that all contain a portion of a parcel. Uh, parcel is uh, actually part of Helios's soul. So this one parcel is split up four ways. After Clara's vision, Neath returns to the rest of the party in the left tunnel. We find out that there are these princes of Helios down the right corridor. We decide that we will deal with those princes down the right corridor later as the other half of us are already left and Neith and Clara and Lilith and Kevin joined us on the left. The naysayers. What? As we're traveling down the left corridor, there is a strong stench of teenage debauchery is the polite way I'm going to say it. And the left tunnel opens up into a den of teenage debauchery where there are 12 kids all hanging out and laughing and cavorting and being just general nuisances. Neath has the brilliant idea to sneak attack the main kid, who we come to find out his name is Rafferty. 
Not only does she fail at her sneak attack, but both of her arrows bounce off of his forehead. A fight then ensues. <laughs> both of my arrows did not fall, go off his forehead. Yeah, they did. Just the first one. Nope, the both of them. Time. No. Yeah. Whose recap the is one. this? And the second one hit. I'm pretty sure this is a Rico recap. My notes are pretty good. I used my sneak attack to throw a dagger. <laughs> no, there was no dagger. <laughs> not yet. And while we are deciding to fight these kids, there's really only two of us that decide to attack the kid. Jelly <laughs> and Ari kind of have a crisis of conscience and decide, you know what? Maybe I'm not gonna. And then Jelly decided, oh, I can't talk this kid down. So I guess I'll attack him. Ends up fusing a metal <laughs> lid to his arm. Didn't After casting some magic. Hey! Hey! <laughs> hey, guy, that wasn't very nice. And then we That's end up... That's a really good impression, Reek. Thanks, man. I tried my best. And then we trounced Rafferty. Um, crushing his Trounced. T-R-O-U-N-C-E-D. Trounced. Like. Yeah. Past participle of trounce. Mm, yeah. Trounced. Participle? Rafferty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rafferty. And Rafferty, on his last point of life, decided to commit suicide. And after that, a, there was a big blue explosion of his soul leaving his body and screaming uh, in, I don't know, pain or relief or something. And then the other 11 kids that were in the room with Rafferty after Ra Rafferty died, lost their trance-like state and wandered off. And I think that's where we left off before we decided what we were going to do here for the evening or the day, or if we were just going to go straight down the right tunnel. Did I miss anything? Nope. Nailed it. Uh, the last episode was pretty light on the notes. Bring it. I get we head down the right tunnel. <laughs> Watch. The right tunnel leads to the assassins. We're attacked from the rear by all or the princes. I'm sorry. The, head to the tunnel down to the right leads to the princes. We're attacked from the rear by all seven assassins from Assassin's Row. I have here Josiah turns into a bear. Neith shoots at her nephew and two arrows plink off his head. Pan goes on the offensive. Ari runs into the room. Mass combat ensues. And then Ari summons an earth elemental. Those were all the notes I took. I feel like I'm missing some stuff. But those were all the highlights. All right, so on. Episode 18, we headed down a tunnel to the right inside the pyramid. We were attacked from the rear by seven assassins from the Assassin's Guild uh, the next town over on the mountain. Jelsira had turned into a bear. Neith started the combat by shooting at her nephew. It was her nephew. <laughs> I forget what the prince's name was. But he Mizra. Was Mizra, yeah. Um, Pan jumped in and went on the offensive. Ari runs into the room. He then hides. Mass combat ensues. Ari then summons an Earth Elemental. So the beginning of combat started in 18. And then in episode 19, there was more mass combat. We had successfully killed the four princes and the seven assassins. As Clara spider walked into the beam, the pyramid began to rumble and the ceiling was starting to fall. Sort of. That's, that's, that's what I wrote that's down. That's good enough. Yep. Rumbling pyramid with ceiling <laughs> falling. Yeah. And that's where we'd ended it, because that combat took like an hour and yeah. a half. So, <laughs> we just provided a no, way... No, that was not 
I'm so surprised that you did not spill that because your giant titties jiggled the fucking crazy the fuck out of your coke and rum, and none of it spilled. I am so impressed. Your giant, did you see that? After we, it was a goddamn tsunami over there with that Coca Cola, but she after we took the Weejess slide out of the pyramid, Weejess, who's the worst god ever. Clara Goddess. begins to chant an infernal to summon power from Weejess. As she's chanting, two Cresdilias appear on Griffins and begin to attack Clara. The infernal, the translation though was, Weejess, you dumb bitch, stop being a dumb bitch. Give me some power, dumb bitch. Nope, that wasn't and then even she it. she did it. That's what Clara said? Yes. I thought that's what you said. <laughs> no, no, that was what Clara said when she was incantating. Right, when you were, in, when you were interpreting Clara. I'm right. doing that now. I was the only one that could understood what Clara said, unless you can speak Infernal. No, no. I okay. just know that she was saying, we jazz you dumb bitch. Right, right. Yeah. right. Stop being a dumb bitch. Right. Give me we some cast power. interpret hate. As the Cresdalias are casting lightning at Clara, she's still chanting and summoning power from we jazz. That she's dead as The moon and the sun begin to eclipse. Another mass combat ensues. A uh, horde of zombies begins to rise from the ground. There's fighting. There's a battle. The first Cresdalia plummets to a fiery death after the griffin under her is killed. When Cresdalia plummets to a fiery death, it looks sweet as fuck. I put that in the notes. It looks sweet as fuck. Oh, yeah. thanks. The second Cresdalia falls at her but death after garbage. her griffin um, takes enough damage and decides this fight's not worth it. After the second Cresdalia falls to her death, the zombie horde crumbles to dust. Clara descends from the sky in a crucifixion pose. You called it the martyr pose. The martyr pose. It's just the, the crucifixion pose. Yeah, but you just feel better when you say it. No, I feel better when I say crucifixion. Crucifixion. Hmm. It is more <laughs> syllables. And that's where the episode ended. We won. Yay! Oh, and Clara had a glowing blue parcel that we still have not uh, gone and obtained from her, so she's holding it. On the last episode of season two, which was season two, episode 21, Ice Mountain is quite possibly free from Helios's reign or influence. We now have a total of nine parcels. We are 75% of the way completed. Moon is currently in the waxing crescent phase. Neith is hesitant leaving for some reason. Oh, because we killed your nephew. <laughs> what? Neith, what, oh, you, Neith, Neith hesitates again. when we're yeah. leaving. Because oh, I just kind of like died? did yeah. the pause and look and then yep. left. And then it says Pan offers a prayer to her lost nephew. I guess I did that as you were walking away. Aww, you did. It was man. really sweet. It was. We One do arrive. Neat doesn't say that, like but I'm yeah. crying. We do arrive at Gummy and Goblins again for the second time. Well, hi, folks. Well, hi, folks. <laughs> because there is a free room that we can use. So we all get nicely needed long nights rest. Everybody yeah. feels great. 20, 20, 100. I don't know. I don't know what it was in reference to, but it, it was year. said in the game. It's the year, so I put it in the notes. It was at it? some point, yeah, but it was it was it was side chatter yep. originally. We then go to Mead Me to sad. have a celebratory drink. We find out that Assassin's Row is silent like a grave. I don't know if you said it was silent like a grave or the bartender did, but I put in there silent like a grave. I think the bartender might have said it, or I just might have put it in there because it was really really good. I don't remember because assassins word. kill people. Okay, then I then I add, then I did it. Right? Did the bartender say it? You just listened to he it. He said right, it's silenter no than it's ever been. Okay, so then I put silent like or a grave. something. Probably. See, not I thought that was funny because assassins kill people. Clara is looking for us, so we then go to Healy's to eat because they have a great buffet. 
After eating, the party goes to visit Clara at her fortune-telling shack. Ari gives Pan a lap dance. That's in the notes at Healy's. Yeah, Ari gives Pan a lap dance. That's in my notes, too. And you tipped him five gold. I did tip him five gold. I loved it. We've been invited to join the Josiden Council. There was some pushback. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll talk about it. It's like 15 minutes. (laughs) The party is hesitant. The entire last 15 The party is hesitant to join the Josiden Council. Pan is 100% right out. Ari is 100% right out. The group debates the merits of joining the council, and that's where the episode ended. We are invited to celebrate the Lunar Festival. A lighting of bay leaves occurs to cleanse and purify ourselves. Pan walks in. Jelly walks in. Neith walks in. Then Ari walks in, in that order. The portal feels of ooze or plasma, or like ectoplasm. The portal exits to a cave that looks reminiscent of the planet Arium Cave. It smells of smoked meat, sweet fruit, and cedar wood. There's a mode of wine. That sounds like a good-ass candle. Formed by a waterfall made of wine. There's a magically refilling buffet that Jel Syra destroys. (laughs) And by destroys, I mean eats at. And it stops refilling. (laughs) Right. There's dancing holograms of Weejass all over the place. She's 11 feet tall. Aerial red hair that looks like she just fucked. Big 70s bush. Big titties. <laughs> then we get a layout of the <laughs> entire place. There's a den of carnal pleasure. The right side is a branding or tattoo parlor. The left side is a mud wrestling pit. There's a yoga pit. There is a hippie jam. There's little safes where we can store all our stuff. By the way, I just threw my stuff off. I hope it's all still there. <laughs> oh, it's gone. I stole no. it. <laughs> oh, well, if you took it, yeah. Jelly talks to David and Julian. They are little three-quarter halflings that are a couple. Ari drinks fart wine. <laughs> yeah. Nathan Pan and attuned to the portal. It. it was great. Ari attuned to the portal. Neith does yoga. Pan fucks and does <laughs> drugs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ari doesn't do drugs. I had to correct my notes. Stay because, in school, sk- kids. Yeah, drugs are bad, okay? Okay. And we were all just enjoying and celebrating the <laughs> Winter Festival the when the episode ended. That was about it. Yep. That was everything. Well, that was a lot of that was a lot of stuff there for that. All right. Let's see. Oh, we we went over that. Okay. So on the last episode, episode twenty three, Jelly inquires about uh, the S E X in the cave. <laughs> We found out that the orgy did continue. Oh, yeah. Jelly smokes herb with the queer three-quarterlings. Three-quarterlings. Jelly starting a cool cult. Everyone eats. Lots of eating. I think say that had everything. Yeah, the three-quarterlings. Yeah. Ari watches a magic trick. A magician tries to tell us it's all math and the magic isn't real. Weird. Oh, this was a fun part. Pan bets on an ogre fight and totally, with no help or spells, wins 50,000 gold. <laughs> and then. We oh, find out that Jelly doesn't want. I don't even remember what that was in reference to, but Jelly didn't want any points. Oh, yeah. then Jelly oh. gets two points. So and she wins because she got two points. Yeah, she got you points. You guys, uh, we kept trying to tell her to get and points. And yeah. like, after points. the ogre fight and get fed by an ogre. Yeah. 
Yeah, because the more points you hit, if you have more points than your opponent, you'll win. Then yeah. you win. The the headliner the and he- gets pegged by an ogre in the orgy cave. That was uh, where the notes ended off. That was the climax. <laughs> the, you uh, were you had also uh, said you were going to go get branded. Oh man, Matt doesn't sound like he's into it. But I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> Maybe me and Matt will On do some would say after episode. this. Twenty-five. Yeah, there you go. On the last episode, Pan decided on getting a brand. That was a really sweet, dope ass looking brand too. Pan eats and drinks to psych himself up. Ari is still in the fart wine jacuzzi. Jelly pouts about being homesick. I feel like she wasn't pouting. Uh, is pretty... <laughs> she pouted. Neith is pretty uneventful until the branding happens. Neith throws a dagger at the half-orc. It sticks in his back. Pan pulls the dagger out. Neith and Pan have a moment. Neith ruins it by smacking Pan in the eye with a dagger. <laughs> That's how uh, Neith we rolls. We a little bit more about Neith, that she spent time with an orc army. Neith refuses to give her name to the half-orc tattooing branding guy. We all then look for a place to sleep as dawn approaches and we bed down. We wake up and look for guidance to find the last remaining parcels. Don't you wanna wanna Fanta decides to show up. He baptizes everybody with We Just Wine. Fanta sends an official invite to join the Josiden Council. Pan agrees to join the council. Jelly agrees to join the council. A parade starts as we begin to march our way towards the collapsed pyramid. And nice rocks to the parade, presumably to assassinate Pan. But that's just all <laughs> speculation in hearsay. And that was where we left off. On the last episode, there was a parade that erupted. (laughs) (laughs) As everybody lets out a celebratory (laughs) cheer. (laughs) I wrote in here, do not forget that Ari chucks candy at everyone. And I put everyone in all caps. Uh, I think that meant FAMTA too. Oh, yeah. Specifically FAMTA. As soon as he started talking. Also, while that, I think... I think a fun porn name for Matt would be Chuck and Candy. Okay. No. So Fanta then makes a speech. Not a single reaction. (laughs) (laughs) I keep telling you, you're not as funny as you think you are. Are summoned to the front of the pyramid. Uh, I thought that said swarmed. It was summoned. Kevin, Clara, Clara, and Lilith get reinitiated into the Josiden Council. Neath, Jelly, and Pan get initiated into the Josiden Council. Claire is named a living ecliptic. There's a loud cheer that erupts. Claire gives a speech. The ground begins to shake. Not from the celebration. I don't know why I put that not from the celebration. I guess that was pertinent at the time that we were recording. The earth begins to split. Demon blue magma begins to spew from the earth. Six demons arise from the magma fissure. 36 zombies begin attacking the people. Three Golgothans go toward Ari and Jelly. Three Demi Gorgons go toward Lux, Pan, and Neath. 
There was a firefight, which is code for was big a old firefight. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mass combat. And then Jelly summons a motherfucking dinosaur. That's what the note says. <laughs> nice. Jelly summons a motherfucking dinosaur. And that's where it ended when we were in the middle of mass combat. And my dinosaur fell down and can't get back up. Well, sort of. Um, so there were uh, all no, we the killed- Gothans sh- slash shit demons are dead. All three of them are dead. The Allosaur has never gotten off of its side. Um, it, it was having trouble because of it. It's got short little tiny arms. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's what's happening. Um, all right. So the last episode was Rico relatively, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> uneventful. Five pegacorns descended from the heavens. Uneventful. Neath hops on a pegacorn and charges. Golem wades through lava. Ari wades through lava. Jelly summons and rides a pegacorn over the lava. Lux gets fucked on her first death save. Pan fucking sucks at hitting, apparently. <laughs> Pan appeals to Weejas for assistance. The Josiden Council come to the aid of Neath, Jelly, Pan, Ari, and Lux. Weejas intervenes. The Josiden Council claims victory. That was that was pretty much it. Basically, yeah. Yeah, that was that was. Everyone takes minimal damage. I uh, don't. I mean, that's irrelevant. In a nutshell. So yeah, that was it. That's what happened last episode. It was just the wrap up to mass combat. <laughs> so on the Rude. last episode, <laughs> season two, episode twenty-seven of the main story, the party goes back to town to rest. Uh, I think we rested at Gummies and Goblins again. I missed, I missed the Rico recap. Did you? I did. Oh man. Oh, I loved the supercut you did for the first season. That was great. Facility celebrates us, and Pan <laughs> signs longer. babies and kisses autographs. I don't even remember what that was in reference to, but it's great. Just Jelly <laughs> lights kids on fire, maybe? With her lantern of light? <laughs> Definitely no. does. No, I didn't I remember that. That. that happened. I think I remember that, too. How yep. drunk were you? Pretty. Oh. That happened. Uh, it did happen, though. Oh, now I remember everything. The party decided to fly, fly down to the lava tubes to investigate. Right. I remember that. Of all of the party, <laughs> only Neath was the one who decided to look around. Yep. <laughs> all of the paths are lined nope. with raw sapphire. <laughs> I remember that Ari was like scooping up sapphire. 100 pounds at uh, least. Just a ton of it. And putting it in the half bag of holding. Neath smells for a direction. She was sniffing out to see where the strongest sulfur smell was coming from. The party walks down the magma tunnel for a mile. Oh, I forgot about that. A whole mile. Yeah. The last mile. Yeah, here that, it is. Ari mines 100 pounds of sapphire. Yeah. It's it's actually in the notes. Yeah, it was 100 pounds of sapphire. Well, technically, it was at least 100 pounds. Well, this just says 100, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Neath translated some hieroglyphs. Something about a family lineage. I can go over the full lineage. Yeah, that's not really yeah. necessary. Oh. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> It's a cool-ass story. The party mm. finds a lair with 12 relics vases jars. <laughs> <laughs> the jars yeah. have... Yeah, 12 vases and jars. The, 12, the, the jars have a neon blue liquid. There's a fucking eight-foot mm, staff in a jar. Neath jams a pole in the liquid. The I did pole do that. dissolves in the jar. I guess one of them was acidic. Pan finds a portal in the middle of a lake of souls. That's where I stopped taking notes. <laughs> Ari gets That's in a fight just... with the DM over how eyes work. 
The game derails. <laughs> Jenna bitches <laughs> out. And I have to apologize. Ari knocks over three jars in the middle of the table. Just fucking knock them over. Two boxes of animal bones and a spear fall over. Yeah, out of jars or and something. And that's where the game ended. It was wild. <laughs> That is where the game. That's ended. exactly where the <laughs> game where ended. ended. Jenna had because a we uh, ran out of time on our recording <laughs> and we had to stop. Right, that's the reason. 